0: Yo, yo, yo. All right, I'm going to send you this link. All right, uh, welcome everybody. This is BC. Welcome to another episode of Supreme Being, my personal podcast. Um, And I'm going to first and foremost announce Team BC. If you guys need anything real estate, uh, make sure that you contact us, TeamBCSold.com. We can help you with all your real estate services. Uh, Eric asks, have you sold anything recently? Yeah, we're closing. I think we're closing four properties this month, Eric, if not five but that last one might get pushed into August. Um, Number two, modern success, my personal coaching and mentorship program for the planet. I have a lot of realtors, nine to fivers. I have entrepreneurs. I have a bunch of people on the program. Go to briancasella.com and check out the front page and get signed up. We have our second members only live event coming uh, August 10th. I'm excited. I have some dynamite speakers lined up. It's going to be dope. And number three, eXp Realty. If you want to talk about eXp, message me. Get you on the roster. Otherwise, you can go to join.exprealty.com. I'd love to sponsor you. I've sponsored over 100 agents into the company, and I'm looking for more. looking for some heavy hitters, some people who are committed, all right? And I actually have a pretty big announcement in regards to eXp pretty soon, so stay tuned for that. All right, let's transition into the podcast, okay? Now, there's a lot that I wanted to talk about today, but somebody brought up a question that I want to cover here for a couple minutes, and it's in regards to money. They asked, I think it was uh, Ivan, he said, um, Can money change a person? And I wanna go into that for a second, okay? Because there's a lot of warped perceptions and ideas and beliefs and philosophies about money. First and foremost, okay? Money does not change people. Money reveals to you and amplifies who they really are, okay? So I'll give you some examples. If you're innately a good person, we're gonna give two examples two people, right? Let's say they're brothers, just to make this simple. One of them is a good person, the other one's a bad person just naturally that's how they are okay when i give when i give money or let's say they suddenly have money they start making money the one who's good is going to be able to do good with the money okay he's going to do more good he's not going to suddenly become evil he's going to now be in a position to demonstrate his goodness through money now the one who's bad he's going to do bad things with that money Because with money comes a certain level of power depending on how much money you get. So the one who's already bad now has the opportunity to demonstrate his badness on a bigger scale and more clearly because now he has the money, okay? So that's how you need to think about it. Money doesn't change people. Money's a fucking piece of paper. Money's energy. How can a piece of paper change somebody? It doesn't. See, but this is the the twisted and warped philosophy that's been put on people. You know who taught us that? Motherfuckers that never made any money. So how could they be in a position to educate us about money if they haven't even experienced that side of the spectrum? If you've only experienced being broke, you cannot for certain say anything from experience in regards to being wealthy and having money. I'm now entering that world so I can start giving people perspectives on being broke as fuck and having money because now I'm in a position where I've had a good amount of money for a couple years now and I keep making more. So I'm now in a position that I've earned to be able to say, okay, well, I've been on both sides of the fence. Here's my philosophy. And the more money that I make and that I'm getting, and the more good that I can do, the more I realize actually money is a very powerful tool. And it's amazing. It's amazing because you can do so much with it. You can help your family. You can help your friends. You can help your loved ones. You can create a better situation for yourself that then allows you to extend a reach and help more people. Man, it's limitless what you can do. Versus being broke, what are you going to do? We live in a world now where I don't care where you live. In most places, you need money to have a house, you know, a roof over your head for you and your family and your kids to, you know, get food. We don't live in you know the the times of bartering back in the day where I could trade you two goats for you know, grain and rice and all that kind of stuff. We don't live in that time anymore. Maybe certain spots of the world, sure. But that's the minority now. So when it comes to money, right, the next time you get advice, ask yourself, this person giving me advice about money or who gave me advice about money, do they understand both sides of the spectrum? Have they been broke? And have they been in a position where they actually created wealth and were wealthy themselves? Okay, because in most cases, the people... Telling you that money's the root of all evil and money changes people for the worse are people who are broke as fuck and can't rub two fucking pennies together. Because when I think back, even family of mine, even close people to me, who gave me advice about money, I never got advice about money from somebody who was wealthy. It was always somebody broke. Okay? And and, and think about that for a second, and you'll see. I guarantee you, the majority, if not all of the advice you got about money was from people who were broke. So is it really complete advice? right? Think about that one. So transitioning into the topic today, I wanted to talk about certain things that anybody can do, certain things that will destroy your reputation um, or already set a solid foundation for you, okay? And and this is simple stuff, like nothing that I'm going to talk about today is going to be out of the ordinary. But the first one I want to talk about is something that has come to my mind recently that people have neglected, especially men, well, and women too, but uh, a lot of men, right? I noticed that the the level of hygiene of the average person is piss fucking poor and it's disgusting. I'm coming across so many people who have stank ass breath, who smell like shit and it's disgusting. Okay. I don't care if you're the most powerful man on the planet, the wealthiest man or woman. If your hygiene isn't right, that tells me all I need to know about you. And I want nothing to do with you because your self-esteem is so low. You're not even taking care of yourself. I mean, it's horrible. Okay. Part of that also is organization. I can't stand when I look at somebody's car and they have shit thrown everywhere and it doesn't smell good. And before I can sit down in their passenger seat, they have to move a hundred things. Messy car, messy mind. Seriously. Now, if you know you're the in-between phase, you know, you folded some stuff and it's sitting there and you're about to move it. Okay. That's fine. But come on. Hygiene and organization, two of the most simple things that anybody can handle, but it's overlooked. But you have to remember that everything you do and everything about you is a reflection of you. So if you can't take a fucking shower and brush your teeth and make sure you smell okay and your breath isn't stank, shit. Forget about making money or doing anything. Like, let's start with the most primitive fucking thing. Because think about it. Bad hygiene, what do we associate that with? Somebody who doesn't care about themselves, somebody who has low self-esteem and confidence, someone who maybe doesn't have money or is living on the street. It's all negative associations with it. But why is it the average person can't handle that? Like, it's disgusting. It really is. Now, to the person, they don't realize it because if you smell, you can't smell yourself. You're used to your own scent. But I would recommend everybody now do a self-assessment And figure this thing out for a second because we need to step up if anything go the opposite end make sure your teeth are always clean and your breast smells good and make sure you smell good make sure you have your little deodorant if you have to Shit, some of us sweat more than others have your little deodorant with you god damn how cool is it when we go somewhere and it smells good or if we smell somebody who smells good it's like immediately we're like drawn to them we're like oh man this person smells good that tells you right there two things number one it creates good emotions in people. And number two, it's so rare to smell something good nowadays f- for people to catch it that that's like an advantage and a weapon that you can use now. Right. So imagine if, like, even the people who follow me, like you're going door to door or you're meeting with people, if you smell good, man, talk about a, an immediate icebreaker. People are just going to be like, oh, man, you smell great. What is that? What, what cologne are you using? Boom. Now you're in with something so simple. But I had to bring it up because it, it's just, Oh my God, I I guess people don't understand this or they've been around people who they themselves have piss poor fucking hygiene and they don't do anything about it. But no one says anything, why? Because we live in a world where everybody gets fucking offended. I can't tell somebody, hey bro, take a shower. You smell like shit. Oh man, you're an asshole. You can't say that. Are you kidding me? This person is stinking up the room. I don't want them here. I'm sick to my stomach talking to them and smelling them. Get them the fuck out of here. It's disgusting. Okay. We're not two year olds or, or, you know, a, a newborn infant who has no control. We can figure this shit out. Like it's not that difficult to put a little bit of deodorant on and take a shower. Come on. Clip your toenails, clip your fingernails. If you're a man, that's disgusting too. Come on. You know, you're, you're, you're going out and you have like crust on your mouth cause you didn't wipe your mouth while you're eating. You have fucking boogers hanging out and you, and you don't blow your nose. Really? Like you don't take a shower or wash your face or look in a mirror ever. You know, I've seen some people who the their ears, it's overgrown with hair, and you can even see the wax in their ears coming out. I'm like, dude. And some of them, you know, you see them in suits and shit. So from a distance, you're like, okay, this person's dressing sharp. Then you get close to them and you smell them and you look at them, you're like, holy shit. Never mind. Talk about an a, an immediate an immediate killer of your image and your reputation. And I know certain people in circles that I'm involved in, right? That maybe are kind of successful and I see them. But in my mind already, when I see them, I'm like, that's the stanky motherfucker. I'm staying away from him, right? So we will create already the reputation for that person immediately because we're like, okay, that person, I don't want to, even if they're brilliant and like, I really want to get around them, I'll still hesitate a little bit because I don't want to smell them. And it's just, it it makes me sick. Okay, now I'm I'm not somebody who sprays himself with cologne, but if you're around me, I'm either going to not smell like anything or I'm going to smell good. You're never going to catch me smelling bad, for sure, even after a workout, because even after I box, I shower at the fucking place and change. So, I mean, but, you know, some and a lot of it has to do with diet, too. Some people's diet is so shit and they don't clean themselves and their insides are rotting, so it just seeps through their pores. But if you're that person, recognize it, man, and do something about it. Like, have we gotten that comfortable as a society that it's just like, we don't give a shit, we're just going to go around smelling, our breath is going to smell, our body's going to smell, and we're okay with that? Like, are standards that low? It's pretty sad, right? So everyone's talking about success and focusing on all this shit. How about you handle your basic human needs? Jesus. You know? So we need to take a look at, at, at that organization. How many people's houses and cars and, and offices are a fucking mess? It's, it, it's disturbing. Those are two things I'll look at in people and I won't work with them, trust them, or ever mess with them on that level if their hygiene isn't good and their organizational skills are piss poor. Those are two immediate deal breakers for me. I don't care who it is. I don't care how much money you have or anything else. I will not associate with you if those two things are not handled. Because to me, the top of the top doesn't deal with those issues. Because anybody with common sense is going to do that. Or if somebody doesn't think that being organized is important, that's a red flag. That's key everywhere. Because if they can't keep their car and their house and their area clean, what tells me their business is organized? What tells me their mind is organized? which tells me their life is organized. So these are indicators. These are like sneak peeks you get into people. And this is what you need to to look at and pay more attention to. How's their mood and their energy all the time? Are they always fucking pissed off and always negative? Are they a disaster? Are they a mess in their space, in their life? Do they, is their hygiene off? Right? Those are three clear indicators that give you a sneak peek into somebody, for sure and I check off all those three boxes. I'm organized, right? Even if that means you pay somebody to organize for you, that's perfectly fine, because you're still handling it. You're in a position now where your time is valuable and you can pay somebody to do it. Cool, that's what I do now. Number two, hygiene, doesn't take long. I always look decent, smell good all the time, keep myself clean. And energy and enthusiasm. I don't care how shitty I'm doing, How bad of a day I've had or what's happened. I walk into the office, I'm dealing with people. I'm not taking it out on them. I'm not bitching and complaining. I'm sharp. I'm positive. I'm there. I'm not letting the outside influence how I feel. You just surrendered all your power as a human being to something on the outside. Oh, well, somebody hit my car today. I can be in a bad mood for a month now. Let's ride this thing. Like, do you guys know people who bring up shit from like three years ago and how it's still stopping them from being successful in their life? Well, here's the thing. I, I had a car accident three years ago and it just, it completely ruined my life. It's like, okay. Yeah. Cause then, you know, I, I was angry and I went to work and then I got fired cause I yelled at somebody and then I could never find a job again. Wait, 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 So you just got in a car accident and, and then you yelled at somebody at work and you got fired. Well, yeah, you know, I was upset and okay. That's definitely a good excuse, right? To, to just lose your job. and And, and this is regular. For most people, it's insane. So this is just some of the indicators that I look at in people that already, again, give me an insight into how they are. That's, that, that's why it's easy to spot people that are incongruent, guys. The last thing I focus on is what people are saying, especially when I first meet them. I don't give a fuck what they say. They could sound with the words like a genius, but if everything else about them is screaming the opposite, then I'm not going to believe a fucking word that they say. Right? And I've seen it. Speakers who are putting decent words together, but I look at their body language, their mannerisms, even their facial expression. And it's like the opposite of what they're saying. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? But no one's paying attention to that. They're just listening to the words. You know how this also manifests? You know how this also manifests? Oh shit. Something happened to the quality of the video here. Oh, okay, never mind. I'm tripping out. I'm on Zoom and I'm using the, uh, the computer's camera. And it looked like, it looked grainy for a second. It was weird, right? Almost like it changed. Anyways, right? Um, you know how this manifests also is the people who get into like sales, for example. And like if I'm training somebody, I'm not really focusing on the words because it's not that important. But they, they think it's all the words. And they're like, okay, just tell me what to say. Give me the perfect line. I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter what the fuck you say. We have to work on everything but the words. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you have everything else handled and then your words aren't perfect, you're still going to do very good. But if you have the perfect words, but everything else is off, you're not going to do shit. And you're going to be pretty pathetic and you're going to be disgusted with your results because you're not going to get what you want. Okay, So the focus is skewed. And someone asked, why do you think this mentality exists? It's just the average mentality, man. You know, unfortunately, we're brought up and bred to be these machines, right? I mean, think about it. The school system, right? Then going to college, getting a job. They just want you to be a pawn. They don't want you to be a free thinker because this is dangerous. Imagine if we had societies in a world of free thinkers, it would be completely different. Right? So there's a reason that we're the minority as the people who think freely and want to do their own thing and evolve and and be more in quotes, woke, right? Even though I fucking hate that word and phrase because everybody thinks they're woke now, but they're not. Um, but we have to recognize that. So I used to fight and try to like help everybody else, but I don't do that anymore. I just stay in my lane and I'm the example, you know? I'm the example and the people that want to gravitate towards me and change or see the ability to change they'll change and and, and that's all i really do as a spokesperson and that's what i'll continue to do okay so with that said let's forget about the big stuff for a second and focus on these small things that i talked about today because they're blaringly obvious when you start looking for them you see we're too concerned about how many followers a motherfucker has or how many youtube subscribers or how many views are you getting people are always Even with social media now, people are still too focused and worried about the surface level stuff. Let's see what's really going on, you know? Let's look a little bit deeper to what's actually important. You're not going to see me complain about, oh, the views and I need this and I I, I really don't care. I just focus like I have from day one on the content, what I'm talking about and where I'm going and what I want to do and what I want to communicate. That's it. Everything else I can figure out, it's not that important. Whereas everyone else is like, okay, I need to create a YouTube channel and an Instagram. I need to get 100,000 followers. I'm going to pay this bot machine to give me 50,000. Goddamn, I get five messages a day from people. Hello, at Brian Casella, would you like to grow your Instagram account by 10,000 followers, real followers for a small fee of blah, blah, blah. I say, dude, why are you messaging me that? So now it's okay. So now it's okay to buy followers. And like when we see these people, we know they bought the followers, but it's okay because they want to, put up all this shit to be like, oh, I have 100,000 followers. Yeah, dude, but you do a live and you have one person on your fucking live. Shit. I have real followers and even I only have fucking 30 people on my Instagram live right now. I've seen people with millions of followers have like 10 on their Instagram live. I'm like, what? It's crazy. The term clout. There we go. Clout. Looking for clout. I get it. I get it. Cool. So again, let's focus on what other people aren't focusing on, and that's going to give you a clue and a hint and a real insight into what they're about and what they're doing, okay? So uh, cloud chasing, there we go, there we go. Uh, I'll keep this one again, like the last one, short and sweet. If you guys have any questions, um, I know I've been having a lot more uh, questions lately, so we'll we'll open it up to Q&A now, whether you're on Zoom with me right now or you're on Instagram, I'll open it up for a short Q&A, five, 10 minutes. If you guys have questions, could be related, non-related, and I'll take them. This is your time to... Get your questions answered. Um, By the way, if you're on here and you've DM'd me on Instagram, ask your question here because I have like 90 DMs. I think right now that I still haven't read and it's it's almost overwhelming at this point, right? So I can't get back to everybody. So if you have the shot right now, do it, ask a question. What are you getting done to the Supra? Nothing crazy, man, just a tune. Stuff like that. No, nothing crazy. I might do a single turbo upgrade, but I'm still undecided. I got the Supra a year ago, a little over a year ago. God, man, people love the Supra, man. Yeah. I think people would like want to kill me or or hang me if I sold it. Yeah, people we be like, oh, you sold it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, My fiance loves your Supra while everyone's on the topic. Cool. (laughs) That's funny. Any plans on modding the STI? I'm waiting to get it back. They're almost done. I just put a a new motor in it. So they're just doing the final tweaks to the tune that I already had on it. And that's it. I'll have it back. But that's just Bolton's tune. Same thing with the Supra. Um, I might just tune it and uh, I put an exhaust on it. That's it. Yeah, it is a time capsule. The super's cool, man. I'm, it's crazy how much attention I get on the Supra, too. It's almost scary how much people love that car. I've gotten some insane offers to buy it, too. I don't really share them, but... Is a cat outside? No. Oh, okay. I know what he said. Do you put out Spanish content? I started a Spanish YouTube channel, bro, but uh, I haven't uploaded on it in months, but I'm going to start now that I have a full-time assistant and a video editor. So, take my real estate test tomorrow, and I'm nervous. That's normal. Danny, so just go with the nervousness. Don't fight it and you'll be okay. The nervousness will make you sharper. It's actually a good thing. I used to make your food at the health bar. Oh, cool, man. You moved. Sweet. Uh, Just moved out to San Diego for a job offer. Any advice for 22? Wants to start their own business. Pick what you want, man. You know, if you're working a job, then obviously you're already working a nine to five. But if you want to start a business, bro, you have to figure out what you want and then do whatever it takes to learn the steps, And how to get started like if it's real estate get your fucking license man start the courses immediately and get your license and jump all in Uh, But in the meantime while you're working another job, dude You just have to research and figure out what you want to do, right? Because that's too broad of a question for me to answer, you know First thing is you have to identify what you want to do then from there the steps will be given Uh, It doesn't matter uh, Realty boss You know, just grab some books on all the subject sales, communication, marketing, and you'll be fine. You know, no particular order. Any upgrade plans for the Huracan? No. I just put new wheels on it and uh, a new wrap, and that's going to be revealed next week, hopefully. I would just do one green as far as personal and professional profile. If you're going to make a professional one, just make a business page like on Facebook or something like that. Cool. CX, thank you. Spanish channel is just my name, but with an I. Brian with an I. Same picture, same everything. Should I review my answers or go, go with your gut? Go with your gut. Never, once you fill out an answer, never go back and do it. Only go back. Like this is the way I did the test, Danny. I went through the test. If I couldn't answer one like immediately, I would move on. So when I finished the test, I, I answered over 100 immediately. And I had about eh, 30 or 40 that I I wasn't sure. So then I went back and did them again. But whenever I picked an answer, I never second-guessed it. Cool. Yeah, Jerry. Awesome. Yeah, let me know. I'll be down to go on the podcast. Sure. Maybe I'll start doing my podcast in Spanish too. I have three episodes. One in Spanish, two in English. Was scripts used for circle prospecting, mainly just listed, just sold, and hot market, Andy? Is the stuff on the test important in the real world? Absolutely not. No. What you need to learn for the real world action in real estate is sales and dealing with people and communication and basic business systems. That's it. What you learn in the fucking test and in the course is not going to serve you at all. Maybe a little bit, but I think I've referred back to what I learned once or twice in my whole career so far. And I've been in the business almost six years. You plan swapping super to manual or keeping it stock. So, for the people that didn't know, the car was originally a, a V160 Supra. The dude swapped it to uh, Auto because he was going to build it. He was going to make it a drag car. He changed his mind. And off a of whim, he decided to sell it. I bought it that same day. He tried to buy it back for me a week later. I said no. So, when I bought the car, I had the car and the, the uh, transmission. It's been sitting at the shop. So now it's going to the shop where I sent it on Monday, and they're going to swap it back in. And that's I'm in the middle ground on whether to maybe go a small single turbo, or just tune it and keep it twin turbo, you know? So that's that's what's being done to it right now. And I'm also going to, um, I think I'm gonna put new coilovers on it um, and, and do some other small tweaks, you know, maintenance and that kind of stuff. Awesome, Terret Viking Terret. been seeing a lot of success lately, st- uh, sticking to my craft. Sweet, dude, that's what it takes, bro. It's nothing special, it's simple things applied consistently over time. Excellent. Would you say going for the straight ask if they're planning to sell in your future is bad practice? Um, If that's all you ask, yes. But if you ask that and then you continue the conversation, then you're fine. It's just asking that out of the gate a lot of times puts their wall up and then they won't want to talk to you. You know what I mean? So it would be better, for example, to ask, I was calling to see when you guys were, you know, maybe planning or thinking of making a move. Oh, not for, that's a better question than, Hey, do you want to sell your house? You know, that's too direct. Top three passive income ideas that will never go away. Real estate, real estate, real estate, time, Mac, real estate investments. But if you're not at a point, and this is where I kind of go against all the people preaching passive income, you guys need to work on your active income. I still focus on my active income, Right. I still focus on my active income, fuck passive income, it's cool. But you gotta get your active income skyrocketing, then you can take some of that money and create passive income. First piece of investment property, how much liquid cash? That's an open-ended question, uh, Tarot Viking, because I don't know what market you're in, I don't know what the cost is of the property that you're gonna buy. So are you gonna house hack? Are you gonna buy two or three units and then live in one? and rent out the other ones in which case you can do it with 3.5% down, right? Are you looking to buy at the tax deductions like I did where you can buy properties for 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50,000? It just depends, dude. No single housing though, right? Uh, depends. Most of my uh, investments are single single houses, single families. Do you recommend an EXP Realty for a 19-year-old? I recommend EXP for a any-year-old. Better to join a team or go out alone. My video actually on that subject green, go, being a new agent, joining a team or going alone, actually has a lot of views. I think it has like 40,000 views. That's a personal decision, man. I recommend you watch that video on my channel, but I think a lot of people join the team mistakenly thinking they're automatically gonna get a lot of training and it's gonna be easy and they're just gonna be fed leads. I decided to go alone. I didn't wanna join a team, but I'm a stubborn motherfucker, so that's probably why. But it depends on your situation, man. There's so many variables. You know, if you are transitioning out of a job, you have kids, a lot of bills, it might make sense to join a team, but it really depends on your situation. Yeah. So 150K, yeah. I mean, if you want to buy the units, if you don't want to live in it, yeah, you can chuck probably 20% down, dude, have a super small mortgage. Not even that. You could probably do, well, I mean, I, I think you might need 20% down since it's, since it's an investment property. Um but I get it. Why does Grant Cardone stay, say, stay away from single house? Because the, the reason he says it is, um, well, number one, if the average person only buys one or two investment properties, right? His angle is, well, if the tenant is gone, then you have to, you know, you have to make the mortgage payment cause it's not a multi-unit. So if one of the units is vacant, the other ones are covering it. His angle is more on multi-unit, right? That's why you can make the reverse argument if you want. There's no right or wrong way of doing it time act. There's just different schools of thought because I have a multi-unit and I have four regular houses in Houston that are single families. So I have a mix and I'm always going to have a mix because that to me makes more sense. Right? So it's just, it's not that it's right or wrong. It's just everybody has a different way of doing it and a different philosophy. So, but I mean, what Grant says is right. But then the other people that talk about, not buying units they're right too technically so it just depends on which which route you want to go right Mixing your assets great move. Yeah, you know, that's kind of the way that I was taught appreciate it I agree with the mix rather than eliminating. Yeah, of course and thought you didn't care for tattoos Prior to a few months ago of us talking on your live feed. Yeah, I mean uh, I'm all about tattoos that mean something to people and all of these mean something to me. So uh, I've been wanting these I wanted my first tattoo when I was 19 So it's been a long time coming and that's why I'm getting all of them quickly. But even at this point, I think I've only like one third of my ideas are on me. So I'm still probably going to fill up this arm, finish my right arm and probably do my chest at the bare minimum before I slow down. You know, cool. I'll take one more question, guys. Is the interview with you, Ricky and other agents posted on YouTube, the one that was live today? No, Mario. That was a webinar that we did for the people that signed up. I don't know if we're going to do a replay. I'm not sure i'm not sure but i don't think it's going to go on youtube show us the ink i need to do a video i have too much now (laughs) the most recent one i did is right here the the dna strand if you can see it (sighs) cool okay guys i will shut it down here thank you guys for being here appreciate it as always First and foremost, this is sponsored by uh, Team BC, my real estate team. Go to teambcsoul.com. If you need anything real estate worldwide, number two, Modern Success, my personal coaching and mentorship program for the planet. Uh, We're open. We're looking for more new people. Shout out to all the newest members. I believe we had two new people join today uh, doing our second members only live event August 10th here in Los Angeles. It's going to be amazing. I have seven guest speakers coming. It's going to be phenomenal. Go to briancasella.com on the front page if you'd like to sign up. And lastly, eXp Realty, if you're a realtor and you're interested in eXp, get at me, message me. Otherwise, you can go to join.exprealty.com and get your application in. I'd love to sponsor you in. I've sponsored in over 100 agents now, and we're growing strong. All right. As always, every Monday, every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We'll see you same place, same time next week. All right. Peace.